Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. Welcome to the Urban Homestead Radio. We are your hosts, Anise, Justin, Jordan. Special thanks to our sponsor, Layman's, in Kidron, Ohio. For over 60 years, they have provided practical, non-electrical tools and appliances and home goods. Our family has been a huge fan of theirs since the 1990s and have purchased many quality products for our own homestead. When technology fails, their products will certainly work. So check out their website and online catalog at layman's.com, and that's L-E-H-M-A-N-S.com. We appreciate the support of this podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow, sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help, help the garden grow. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow, sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden grow. Hi, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Today we're going to do a little recap of homestead happenings. Um, End of the year. Yeah, um, can't believe the years passed by. Um, shock, that's, I mean, it just flew by, number one, when I tell people that they. Yeah, uh, that's scary. 2018, yeah. folks? Yeah, I know, woohoo, no. <laughs> <laughs> they got the Rose Parade uh, stands up and all that it fun stuff yeah. happening around here that tells you the end of the year is happening. It doesn't feel like December though. Mm-hmm. It's what, been like nice 80s for the. I mean, it was 90s the last week, and it's been 80s this week. So it's, it's been a little weird because it drops, gets cold mm-hmm. some days, but then it spikes back to 90. But then the nights are chilly, so. Yeah, so doesn't feel like winter for sure. So yeah, how's that going to be? Relatively for, dry, right? Yeah, how's so that going to be? I think we had a couple sprinkles. But with the garden, I, the I think the bills. aphids are coming out in droves because of the yeah, warm weather. The 90 degree heat we had. Mm-hmm. But I saw a Brigada bug in this late, and then they had a couple of false alarms on the rain that they scheduled it and predicted it, but never showed. So spent the day watering, trying to catch up on that. And also pruning the fruit trees, changing over the garden. What are you planting? Uh, salad mix is our big seller now. So we, we sell maybe 20 pounds a week at least. Uh, we're harvesting pea shoots and sun chokes are the new, two new things on the farm box program. Um, just dig them up, the sun chokes, and store some for next year. But and uh, then see where the edible flowers, people are ordering a lot of edible flowers. I think yeah. Yeah. the trend has come back. So it's Full like cycle. we're actually we planting more them. edible flowers now. When we started, what, 1994? Yeah. It was big and then up. they crashed. <laughs> and then now it's like everybody wants edible flowers. Every week. And we're not even, like I said, these are just like a handful of people. We, can, we don't even solicit, so definitely back on the... Back on the... Uh, Must be a thing. Yeah, I think so. comes <laughs> around. <laughs> so I've been making, let's see, um, the Farm Box program. Um, 
customers are happy. They really like the program. Got a couple new ones. So we have to figure out what we, how we, how we can grow the farm box program with, you know, we have only a little bit refrigeration, so we're trying to figure that yeah, out. We have to add another delivery day mm -hmm. or get an, and get another refrigerator yeah, because um, can't store the produce that we sell, and they can't store the boxes, so we either need to. Yeah, well, it's fine. It's fine right now because it's averages, mm -hmm. you know, but um, there's a limit mathematically limit what you can do in one day, how much space you have and how much mm -hmm. you can produce. Yeah. And then the citrus is coming on. In, in winter, sit in California, especially in Southern California, means citrus. So we get... Yeah. We're able to pick Meyer lemons from a friend of ours, tangerines from a friend of ours. Um, I've been doing that every every week. Yeah, and then, now Heather, and then um, Farm Sergio is bringing in the uh, persimmons. Yeah, yeah, so he gets hit from his yard. So. And Gabriel's bringing in some stuff too, so... Yeah, so um, a nice box of fruits and <laughs> veggies and stuff like that. Yes, strawberries or speaking of yeah, that's what he was whistling. I heard uh, the whistling. Okay, so, hey. so um, so then what? Um, Farmer Gabriel's bringing us what for the farm box program? He put new arrivals of really red grapefruit. Um, we got another batch of pomegranates, and strawberries are finished, so we um, change over to the citrus. But uh, it was pretty good strawberry run for what dense December. Yeah, we were going 40, 50 pounds a week. And they were good strawberries too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now it's down to five pounds, and then you turn the last batch into jam. Yeah, so, so never I mean, made it to the farm yeah. box. Made strawberry jam and then strawberry marmalade. Yeah, hence because. I was, there was no more jam left. <laughs> so guess what, I had to make jam. So yes, I made, I would help the volunteers. Speaking of volunteers, we're getting our, uh, like a new normal um, schedule in for volunteers, uh, Sunday volunteer and Tuesday, um, come, volunteers coming in. And so last Tuesday, I made what, three batches of jam. So that was good. Acorn mixes. Yeah. Got a lot of order for acorn mixes. Um, it's a season for the good volunteers helping me prune some of the fruit trees, getting back up to getting caught up so we can get ready for spring. It's just around the corner, which is scary. Um, so we're starting now, uh, pruning the fruit trees. Uh, we got a little carried away. With some what? Of the plants. Some of the plants got carried away. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> they just grew they just like grew. they did, they should do. <laughs> and then yeah. what else we had? We had country music television come by and did a piece, right? Yeah, that was fun. And we interviewed her for a podcast that's coming up, L'Oreal. <laughs> Chef. The chef, uh, L'Oreal, she was fun, so we really hit it off, and that, that'll air sometime in January. Can we say the name of the show? Um, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what <laughs> So we're keeping it vague out there. Yeah. There is a country Stay music tuned. television <laughs> show. I think it's one of the first food pitches they're doing. I think doing. so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like a food show, the pitching, they're trying to run with it to see if it works for them. Mm -hmm. So that was fun. She was, like I said... Down Not from around southern, here, so down to uh, southern. Yeah, we really hit it off, and so shame around from these she, pots. No, <laughs> we should we should hang out. And she'll, hopefully, she'll come back. But she was fun. I think she had us in. Um, I mean, I think she had us in giggles. Um, Stitches, yeah. in, in for the podcast, so it should be a fun one. And there was. Well, at that time, there was no alcohol involved. Later, there was, but not, not at that time. So, but uh, yeah, and, and no. Speaking of. Um, Thing, Jordy's meats. How's how are those coming along? They're in the kitchen. They're yeah, looking they're happy. Mm -hmm. I actually do have to rack them, so I think 
volunteer uh, on Tuesday. If I have, yeah. yeah. If I had, oh, I have, hey, she can clean bottles for me. How about that? Yeah. yeah. So that's one of the hardest things is boiling and cleaning the bottles. Yeah, so you can have her do that on yeah, Tuesday. Because I do need a racket and let mm -hmm. it uh, ferment a little more to get it um, off the lees, which is the yeast that's at the bottom of it. And that way it'll, it'll clarify and be uh, sweeter and more you know, clearer taste in alcohol. Yeah, so I think the people that took the mead class about, was it a month and a half ago, they could be, they went home with they a quart of mead, they should be drinking it now or mm -hmm. around Christmas. So. I just had another bread <coughs> sold out bread class. Yeah, so, so that's going to be patron on mm -hmm. uh, podcast. Mm -hmm. So that was three hours of... Yeah, it was a good class. Lots of information in there. Yeah, so and then, uh, like I said, you were saying that we got the orders for the acorn mixes. Um, so the cafe that I work at, um, they ordered a bunch for the retail shop and for, they were doing a lot of Thanksgiving, um, you know, uh, you would prep, prep I mean, you would come and you get, you get your turkey, your beans, your, uh, mashed potatoes, and they did the stuffing, they did the stuffing with a corn cornbread mix and it was really good. So, um, yeah, that was um, I like you know to see actually being made and what they did with it. It's they mixed it in with time of year, so. yeah, they mixed it in with um, some dried cranberries and some onions and some. Um, I'm not sure if they put pecans, whatever. It really looked good. So I, unfortunately, I didn't get to taste it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, uh, we won. I was working no. on the mashed potatoes. I did like a hundred pounds well, of mashed potatoes. Well, we were invited to the Thanksgiving dinner, yes, but we, we all did. had other plans, so yeah. it was. They would have fed it to you. Yeah, this was, <laughs> uh, speaking of Thanksgiving, this was probably the first Thanksgiving we didn't all spend together, so it's kind of interesting, so, yeah. Yeah, you have to explain why. <laughs> well, because, it was, yeah, because it was, uh, we didn't want to spend it here. Yeah, we didn't, yeah, last year was, well, it, with it's, Dad as a family, and it sort of just brought back a lot of memories, so we sort of, I went and spent the Gabriel's farm midnight run back here was able to pick some stuff, and <laughs> so everybody took a rain check, so we had leftovers the next day. It was, um, yeah, everybody has to cope in, in their way, and I think it's just trying to find that way to cope. And you were at the beach, and East was at the beach, so. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, she had a horrible Thanksgiving. It was, yeah. Yeah. It was, was fine, I mean, it was, it was, um, you know, to be part of another's family's Thanksgiving. Um, was you know it was just you know and she they also had recently lost people too so it was yeah, uh, I think it's just, everybody's watching out for each other yeah we talked to somebody and they lost somebody mm -hmm. five years ago and they're still dealing with it mm -hmm. another farm box customer was talking to me about um he lost his wife five years ago and he's still um, dealing with it depression and stuff like that and I think we're going through our stages of grief yeah, so I went, it, was, uh, it was just our way of dealing with things. I went to uh, Thanksgiving dinner with a good friend, but earlier that day I stopped by at another friend's cafe out in Yucca Valley, and there's the two brothers, and their dad was there, and I just first time I met the dad, and he practically, adult foreign family, mm -hmm. and they practically like shanghaied me yeah. into a yeah. Thanksgiving lunch. And, <laughs> The mother was just well, like, yeah, I've met the mom before. So yeah, yeah, she, like, she it was just like, your family, sit down, you know, and they were all, you know, lovely, lovely people and very, very caring and considerate. I didn't expect to do anything, but I got a little bit shanghaied by 
by a family that wasn't American, <laughs> which they take you in their house and they make you family. <laughs> but it was, it was nice to, well, when we did visit their cafe, that family's mm -hmm. cafe, it was pretty cool to see the two brothers working back there. And well, the first thing the dad did when he saw me, he came up and gave me a hug. Mm -hmm. He was like, you know, I'm really sorry mm -hmm. about your father. And I just went, oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. they, they talk about, you know, mm -hmm. what we went through. And he was asking questions, so we handled everything mm -hmm. and how we were doing. And I thought that was really yeah, kind and considerate. Like, it was sometimes... We see we don't we see neighbors every mm -hmm. like often, but it's kind of hard to say. Oh, by the way, you know, dad died, so we finally got to talk to one of them and uh, haven't seen or I mean, seen, but we haven't talked to her in a while. So she was shocked too. So she just found out mm -hmm. and we had to re, re you know relive and answer the questions again. So um, and then being that it is. A year, um, we were going to um, put a plaque out, I think, in, fr in the front, so that people, a um, special little commemorative plaque, um, I think. So we're we're going to be working on that. Jordy's going to be probably yeah. shopping for something. Yeah, before the end of the yeah. before, you know, just a memorial mm -hmm. plaque. Mm -hmm. plaque. And then, like I so said, we had a lot of thank yous. I, I did do a blog post um, thanking a lot of people. Um, you know, just the, our, de you know, definitely our farm box customers um, who are, are now, and our volunteers who are coming in, and then patrons. patrons and the people who help with the podcast. So, we, you know, we thank Tom and Martha, Renee, Megan, the owners of, and the staff of Rest, Christina, Aaron, Barry, Linda, who would pick us up. Um, yeah, and then the people that came and just, you know, treated us to a timeout, a bunch of people like that. Um, that just said, hey, come, let's do something fun. So that was, you know, we needed that. And so we really were, you know, with, we're overwhelmed with all the stuff this year. And so it was good to have people come in and say, hey, you know, let's go out and do, this know, do, yeah, that. do that. So that was, that was good. And we still have some going out to do. We have a uh, friend of ours invited us to uh, Hanukkah. So we're yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, so we're going to rewind a little bit. I think we touched on it the last podcast. We had a little... Moosh and Marley drama. Uh, Moosh got out, and Marley's chasing around the yard. So happy to say, Moosh showed up on my window, twelve thirty in the morning, crying to be let in. Yeah, he's like, but I ain't going where because he knows where the food is. Yeah, he knows I'm food man. So he didn't disappear for a long period of time. But all safe and sound. They came, he came to the window, let him in, and they lived happy. All's right. well and all's well. well. Speaking of animals, Jordy, what's your what's your um, What's your recent thing you want to answer the, the phone with? Jordi Ann's Animal Sanctuary, may I help you? <laughs> That's my Animal Sanctuary why? rescue. Now we have another kitty. <laughs> yes. Another and kitty. we have a duck now. So the, the, the kitty is a lovely blue. She's sweet. She's a sweet little Russian blue. And we kept her. She because wasn't it, but she just looked at me with those eyes, yeah, and she said, so. "You have a house full of oh, boy boys. cats, and you just mm -hmm. lost your little female cat last, last Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving." And she says, "Oh, you little female." And yeah, I was so sucker. Yeah, I got sucker. <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, "Hashtag eating us out of house and home." Yeah. So, but um, that's just no like, comment. <laughs> it's no like comment. how much food they're going through. I mean, they're growing boys, and oh my word. So. Um, so well, people I mean, kindly helped us with the cat food uh, issue, bringing us cat food and litter. Cat so food and litter, that. honestly, but it's, mm -hmm. I mean, we're just mentioning too, but I mean, over the years, what, three rabbits? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, it rescue. So recently the duck, I got a call, um, what was it, 
just a couple of days ago. Yeah. yeah, like four days ago. Oh, uh, you know, got, this family knew about us from oh, 2004 or five. I can't remember. And they had a had a couple a pair of ducks, and one of the ducks um, recently passed, and they were worried about the other duck being lonely because it kept quacking, quacking, quacking. So I was like, well, I can't guarantee because you know, integrating older ducks into you know our, a flock is a little challenging. So I said, bring it over and we'll try it. So her name is Clover. Um, and the integration went actually very well. Um, you know, separated them just so they can see, and then by the next day, they were fine. There's a, there was a little bit like head bobbing, and she didn't know what chickens posturing. were and posturing, but um, yeah, she okay. she goes in and she comes out and she's. Good. I'm not sure. Uh, Jerry recommends not getting two ducks. Get three, three. <laughs> yeah, we have already went through that step. I'm not story. sure. So you can go Check. back to uh, the pre what, podcast about chicken stories chicken. or whatever that was. Yeah. Get three ducks. Yeah, that was. Uh, not sure we should be saying all this on podcast that all these animals are being taken in. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> more showing please. <laughs> or we can accept donations. We can honestly, I've turned down some. And no goats. You turned down. Yeah, goats I've turned down goats. Uh, pig. pig. Rabbits. Down. More yeah, rabbits. More rabbits. Oh, more, cats. more dogs. More cats. Uh, yeah, yeah. We love keep... to take them, but we can't. I mean. It's already a challenge. Well, they can donate, <laughs> like, you know, 50 acres with the animals, and I'll take them off. Or you have it, Jordy. So, speaking of the previous podcast, I think was also mentioned about the girls' sofa wars or sofa drama. And so we that got ended, a sofa. That ended happily See? ever after. The guy did call Stand me up back. for your rights. <laughs> I stood up for my rights. I didn't take, I didn't take his... <laughs> Didn't take his crap. Didn't take his posturing and, and business. So, so I did we, stand. We, he did call me. We didn't take his for a nice sofa. So we also go sofa rescue. Um, but that was, yeah, that was a funny story. Well, talking about uh, rescuing furniture, and what well, was funny, I was out of town and I came back. <laughs> I was out of town and I came back and on the porch was these two, you know, interesting looking chairs on the porch. I'm like, where do these come from? And he goes, I found them on the side of the road. Like, cool. All right. But there were two. Month later, I'm driving with Annie's. I'm driving over work, and it's like two of the exact same chairs on the side of the road. Put them in the back of the car, so now we have a complete set of four really nice chairs collected. Are they in the same house? I don't know. I think yeah, it was the same house. But but it, it, within a month later, I checked under. They're they're pretty sturdy, sturdy. and so I, I turned them over. They do have a stamp, and I checked online. I think they're like 190 a piece. So. They're really nice chairs, but it's funny. Two showed up, and I'm like, well, you know, I'm all for eclectic chairs, but they were so different that they kind of looked it looked good with the house that was there. But once you had four, you put them in, it looked perfect. So it was pretty funny. It was like a month later, got a full set. Just keep <laughs> And the other day, yeah, well, the other day after I picked up the chairs, there must have been trash day up in La Crescenta, and there was all this trash on it. So I drop any stuff, and I'm driving down, and I see this trash on the side road. Like, Buster Yui. What's that? <laughs> you look at it and come home with this big armoire thing. I kind of was like, mm. did you? No, no, it was kind of like the headboard of a. Mm. I could have done something with it, but I was a very good girl. And I okay. said, I have Step so many away. projects. I have to let this one go. Well, Don't ever give me a truck. That's yeah. all I have to say. <laughs> speaking of new projects, I think we all have a list of like homestead projects we want to do. We talked about. What we accomplished in 2017. I mean, yeah, you want to do that? Um, 
We should go back and look at it that's just off the top of your head. And then talk about 2018, what you want to do. But I'd say, conservatively, we at least did about half what we set out to mm -hmm, do. Mm -hmm. um, I think possibly if you want to, maybe 75% of the, of the goals um, that we had to-do list. Yeah. Alrighty. That's yeah. probably <laughs> one of our customers calling in their order. So, so oh yeah, so 75%, how much we did? I think there's a couple unfinished. Um, I wanted to get back to do um, biodiesel, the bees, and I did help David with the bees. Mm -hmm. That was fun. Keep moving up feral bees in the middle of the night up a hill and up a flight of stairs. So that and was it was fun. it was ninety degrees. Yes, it was ninety degrees. Cat full night. full bee suit mm -hmm. in the dark. Cause <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. So um, just keep going. Just keep telling the story. So that was fun, and I at least got a nice pair of boots out of them. So in exchange for helping them move the bees are in so California is full of these arroyos like it's not valleys and not gullies it's arroyos. Arroyos. It's called arroyos basically little hills little yeah little hills with little valleys so some guy decided <laughs> some guy go. decided to put a bee trap and an oak tree on the side of the hill and another um, six deep beehive and they sold the place so they needed to get out so there was no trail in and no trail out, so we had to walk, make a trail in and make a trail out, and then go up a flight, four or five flights of stairs, mm -hmm. and then put it in the truck and then take them out. And it was just, it's got to be an easier way to do that. But it was it was fun, sort of, um, a little bit. So your definition of fun. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Educational it was an adventure. Don't it was an adventure. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and I don't recommend it. So we are able to move them to a place you just pull up the truck and yeah. have our hives. If you're a diehard bee person, you'll do it. That's the best thing. Yeah, I just you gotta love be it to do it. a better way to do that. I was thinking pulleys and uh, what do you call it? High lines, guidelines. Mm -hmm. Try to get them out of there, but. Not a good idea. It's easy bringing in empty boxes when you want to bring out a full box of 30, 40 pounds of bees. Yeah. And they're not exactly that friendly and it's dark and you're disturbing them. Yeah, let's say <laughs> don't try that at home. But um, that was interesting. Then also still working on the car uh, issues, change the thermostat. We figured out some of the diesel leaks on the truck. Also fixing up the other car. Um, some of the unfinished ones. Yes, it was. I think the garage is one of them. Mm -hmm. A workshop space. An official workshop space, space where it's almost like a venue. Kind and of a said, clunky said, venue. Yeah, it's uh sometimes our tools are all over the place, sometimes <laughs> our stuff is stuff all over the place. Over the place so, so when we have more regular volunteers, it's like okay, a place for everything and everything is placed and so we might know where it is, but they might don't know where it is, so we're trying to make a place that people can come in and make it more user friendly. Well with volunteers volunteer saying yeah. the thingy by the thingy over yeah. by the thingy, thingy doesn't work. Yeah. It might work with us three, but it doesn't or work with others. Over there. There the by the thingy. <laughs> what thingy? The compost thingy. They just look at you, like, you, look at you and like, okay. Yeah. So, so we gotta on that. We gotta stop with our little uh yeah. inner inner family yeah. slang. <laughs> Yeah, so that that's why uh, we put up some um, some nice 
oak doors that we bought like five years no, ago. No, dad, dad got those doors mm-hmm. to Habitat, put on the garage yeah. at Habitat. Got a really good deal with them, and then we hung them. Yeah, so well, yeah, I think with Justin and I, we we would check Habitat, we'd bike over there, and we saw them, we're just like, they fit. We're like calling dad up, like, dad. And he was like, came over. Yeah, so it was one of the unfinished dad projects. That, that we finished. That we finished. So it was able to, the original plan before the Hootenanny was to put up these doors, and then the Hootenanny sort of opened up the garage. Um, Weekly, so it sort of was hard to yeah, make. Yeah, and you have glass with uh, swinging guitars. We yeah, it wasn't have too great, but now that they're glass planes, so it's described to French doors. French doors. French, French doors with glass planes, beautiful wood. Yeah, solid oak, oak solid, solid oak, oak doors, and we're able to revive that project and finish it. Now we just have to put a try um, to do something with the floor. We're gonna figure out the flooring and the windows, and just make it more turnkey that people can go in. I can use it too because I'm getting. Request for private classes, right. and especially with the winter time, I need a space to have the classes. So we're trying to, you know, Streamline. we have some plans for the spring. I think so it's just so out more, of, was more of an opening up of the homestead. And we are Airbnb. <coughs> using, <experience>. We are <coughs> dropping the T word. <coughs> Airbnb experiences. Four letter T word. There is talk of talk of tours and Airbnb experiences. Yeah. So. So yeah, Airbnb experiences will you know stay tuned for that, and, and then classes will also be posted on the Airbnb experiences. So yeah. like me class and I think the first GM tour will go to our Farmbox customers, the people who supported us. It's yeah. probably a good start. Um, mm-hmm. There's some things that need to be done before that, like um, the raised beds are because they are wood, and they're about ten years old. They are sort of kind of falling apart. So one idea is to redo them. Um, about every 10 years they need to be done. Well, but you want to redo them, but I, the issue is... Money. No, it's irrigation, not only that, it's irrigation. Yeah, so we could just redo them as they, as they stand, mm-hmm. say the same size, same location. Or we just blow up the whole entire... But Justin used to be able to run the water, and he can't. None yeah. of us can handle the watering so schedule, one so idea we have was to, to put in irrigation. Instead of making... Um, a bunch of eight-foot beds mm-hmm. to make it put four four or five beds in a row and mm-hmm. make it a 40-foot bed mm-hmm. so that would be easier to irrigate with drip irrigation versus mm-hmm. eight-foot mm-hmm. pathway skip, eight-foot pathway mm-hmm. skip. And it's very hard to, although we do use oils on some of them, it's some crops are, uh, do that. So that's one project they have to do, probably divide the yard into three. One, it's going to cost three, money and time. and time. Yeah, you'll be out of production for a while. Technically, you it's get a little bit more. Right? You get a little bit more growing space because if you take out a pathway that's two feet, mm-hmm. you get two by three. You get six extra square foot. So yeah, we can actually increase the square footage. Technically, you can get. I mean, it's not much, but mm-hmm. every little bit counts. But yeah. and then you run a row mm-hmm. of drip irrigation, forty foot row, maybe double wide, triple wide. And put it on a timer because I know I'm not going to have time yeah, to water. Yeah, I mean, water. we have to we have to adjust and change with the tweak, situation. Tweak some things. Yeah, yeah, the situation we presented it. Yeah, it ran beautifully f- for a long time, but we all down people. Yeah. And with everybody dumping off, like I said, we all, not only the ducks, but we got two chickens re- a couple months ago. So we're having to redesign the coop. A coop because of. All I the have sketches. Rehoming of the, the chickens and the ducks are. Coming I'm always in. thinking of better so. ways to make it more efficient. Um, I've long, you know, having raised chickens for so long and working with the house, I think of ways to make everything 
you know, quicker, easier, yeah. better, the one, efficient. The one thing with speed is because also the chicken coop is getting higher and higher, and mm -hmm. if I was able to increase the bed. Yeah, all the soil the would go back. chicken coop dirt would come out into the beds yeah, and fill up. Explain that to our listeners where you keep saying high and hard because every, I think we spoke of this before, it's every a deep, year, it's a, it, it's their animal compound. And it's a deep litter it's method. It's a deep litter. So twice a year we take mm -hmm. out that in big trucks. I think what, get about 20 trucks of soil. Well, deep litter method, deep litter method is, is um, where you, you don't have like a ground. It's like the practically on a compost pile. Mm -hmm. So you you feed them. You know they poop, and then you put you know mulch and straw and cover, and you you rake it and turn it over. And so what happens is, this just generally turns into a big compost pile, mm -hmm. and it just gets higher and higher because the soil is building up and it's all rich. You know, and then the the issue is that with the raised beds, the raised beds are full, so to go up higher on the raised beds, and then. The challenges of the raised bed you were trying to decide? To how to irrigate automatically drip irrigation eight feet at a time. So the, the in theory was, since the wood needs to be replaced, is to have them connected in a row of three or four or five and make basically one 40-foot bed and you run several rows of irrigation and you have it on a timer. and. It would do two things would get done. We need to replace the wood and get some of the chicken coop dirt out and raise up the beds because mm -hmm. they are overflowing because of all the compost and then run irrigation. Right. And then put that on a timer and that will, and if you do it in three, I see three, one, two, three sections of the yard and that would free me up in, immensely, especially in the summertime where I mm -hmm. could just, especially when with the, the new plumbing, we can get right. more water pressure and can irrigate yeah. the whole yard on a timer. We have to adjust a, with the situation we're in and speed yeah, down and it, people. Yeah. It worked for 20 years, mm -hmm. but uh, it's just tweaking some things that, although it is, it has worked, it's mm -hmm. produced thousands of pounds of produce, but can we tweak it to, because one, we're obviously a man down to streamline it a little bit and so it's very I believe it's very hard to do eight feet at a time yeah. stop eight feet stop eight feet stop so if you take out a couple of pathways mm -hmm. and make one gigantic basically raised beds of course there'll be dividers in mm -hmm. there like just to keep it from right. going out but mm -hmm. and if you crease the beds right now they're at eight to ten inches and if you put a 12 or 16 inch then you could have more soil and then you put it more compost and beyond the chicken coop we we're talking about the, the chicken coop uh, needs to be emptied because mm -hmm. we had no place to put it. And we could do multiple, achieve multiple goals. Yeah. yeah. So basically, coop, we thing. have a lot, a lot of, of projects over the winter. Um, so because of the winter, it being um, a lot of our classes were held outdoors, you know, we'll probably not, unless we get the garage fixed up really fast, probably, you know, lot, lot, no workshop till probably get things get warmer like i said unless we fix up the garage well, so, but so the time of year people are other preoccupied yeah so i know with Christmas, the holidays and then january december so it's good because like i said we can just really focus on doing a lot of new projects over the winter so hopefully we can get them done yeah we're um, talking about what we accomplished but there's a a lot of stuff we haven't done yet and that's maybe that's more 
exciting or depressing, depending on what you look at it. We do. We're trying to decide whether we want to go to Eco Farm this year. We got a week. Uh, we got to figure out. Well, especially I mean, not a week, but we gotta. We want to get the discount. the early discount, discount early discount. bird discount. So trying to figure December out December tenth is the early bird discount, and uh, yeah, if we can save some money, <laughs> but we're thinking of doing it. Um, Dad did. Trip, Dad yeah. present did twice. presentations up there twice, <clears throat> and um, thinks I think we should. I think we should go back. That's just what whether we can make it happen. Yeah. I don't know. And there's a lot of not only the homestead project. There's the you know that list, and then there's their personal things, dramas. List. <laughs> list. <laughs> there's the homestead, and then there's you. <laughs> and those that you associate with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting drama. Yeah, interesting dramas going down. There's a lot going behind the scenes. What are you talking about? I know it's like <laughs> living a soap opera. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's as the world turns, as the homestead turns. Yeah. So other projects for 2018 include possibly a greenhouse. Um, we talked about drip irrigation, something on a timer, something that... I think we would be to tilapia too. Um, aquaponics would be a combination between the greenhouse. Um, it would it work, but like I said, tweaking that might um, get a little bit more production. And there's corners of the yard I haven't, not to say seen, but I haven't touched in years. And we're, ab yeah. we're able to, with the help of some volunteers, we're able to get to one corner. And now there's another, I see two or three other corners. And, there's some, and then there's some decisions where the d diseased trees come, like the, the citrus. Well, we lost that, we lost apricot, um, mm -hmm. the pomegranates that were in the chin coop. Got um, overwhelmed by the school trees. And they no longer produce, so mm -hmm. the question is, do um, I took off 20 feet off of them to give the chickens some light, some more sunlight in the winter because the sun angle is different. Mm -hmm. um, but the question is, for the past two or three years, they haven't, only one of the four trees back there produced. So the question is, do you take those out? Um, this year we had... Well, what if the school, one day we lose a tree, you kind of want to keep them just in case. Yes, yes but I just, they don't produce. So right. just like with the blood orange trees. trees, the blood orange trees that we put in, 20 years to 15 years ago, one tree is loaded and one tree is not. So, due to drought or not pruning or, or pruning disease or something, I have to figure it out would be to whether that's profitable or feasible to keep them. Um, and we're also doing that with the front yard. Mm -hmm. Whether some of the guavas got a little big. Should it big. stay or should it go? Yeah, should it stay, should it go. Yeah, so. so the class There's a song <laughs> coming out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I think one of the biggest issues we did bring up, and we have to come up with a solution, is we are still producing large amounts of compost. Yeah. Like, just as a family, food, you know, the people that are here, volunteers, just. We, we compost and then. You know, our compost containers are just all full, yeah, all well, flowing. Due to due to combination of things, um, the one um, method that Dad thought of was dividing a, a eight foot bed into three mm -hmm. little composters with the top on it, mm -hmm. and that worked very well because there's like no turning, no mm -hmm. no mixing, and then you just top it off and you mm -hmm. plant on top of it. And work. You, you probably want to do that with one of the big forty foot beds. Yeah. yeah, but some of the some of the compost piles I haven't got to and turned and mixed and. There might there's probably some compost in there, but uh, one I have no place to put it, no place to put the chick cooper. So that would be a combination of 
empty the compost piles into the raised beds because the raised beds are at their max. Yeah, so I can't really add anything. In our front yard, we had to put a uh, we had to put a, a roll of retaining wall in the front because the soil and the water was just spilling off because our, our ground is so high. Which brings the question of you know. You can be really successful as our, you know, a, a urban homestead. You can be successful as a sustaining place for what three years, but when you have long, long-term problems come up with the longer you continue to homestead, and one of it is, it's a, it sounds like a good problem. It's like, oh, got too much good soil, but it is a problem. And Dad admitted to it many times in interviews. We have too much soil, and he, after a while, what do you mm -hmm. do with all this? The ground just keep going up and up mm -hmm. and up. I mean, so much compost. What twenty years of composting here? Yeah, we, I mean, our our problem is that. Yeah, uh, chicken coop is long overdue, and the compost pile is long overdue. And so, if I can get probably, if I divide the yard into quarters or thirds, maybe do a third at a time. I can also keep production going and thing, but it's very tight. It's not like, you don't have access. The, there's very, very little access. It's not like you can't just, you know. The problem is our yard is so, I mean, it's big and yet it's small because there's, when you need to work on stuff like the house and stuff, there's little pathways, there's, <laughs> you know, hauling trash cans, you have to lift them up because the pathway is like literally one foot. One foot. Well, we maximize the space. Mm -hmm. So we, we figured we can walk a single file. Yeah. But so it, ma it makes it harder for like wheelbarrows and, and, yeah. wheelbarrows and building things. And stuff. We had issues sometimes um, because of the circumstances. There was a couple container plants that went through the bottom yeah I had to mm -hmm. take out Broke the back. they just because circumstances I had to uh, cut down a peach tree that we stuck by the house never moved never got around to it sort of took off so I take that out um, also got tree tomatoes that I bought I put them in the ground by the, the seed starting thing mm -hmm. and they took off too but I had to move them That's so I had to cut them back and then also if it does get cold and it will get cold is put the row covers the, up yeah. and the mm -hmm. hoops up the wires up and then put the plastic up and then I'm mm -hmm. not sure can't remember if our row covers they last three to five years I'm not sure if they're done so and then the plastic last well the 40 foot beds would also improve that situation yeah as because well. you just do one mm -hmm. shot mm -hmm. you do one shot run row mm -hmm. you know I figure either four four ten foot pieces of wood and then like join them in the yeah. middle is this the first year the first winter with no pecan uh, no, second. Second, the second yeah. yeah. So that that was helpful that the leaves don't bury the yard. The neighbor's pecan tree would drop its leaves and like smother the salad grains, and we'd pick them out. Dad would sit down and pick them out by hand. Yeah. So basically, we're saying is no lack of projects, um, and no lack of work. Nope. No. <laughs> no. It's like busy. What it like? And yeah, it's like the list. I have every day. I mean, I have my little. Mm -hmm. My notebook, and every day I write a to-do list, and we lucky to cross. Well, you you beat me. You yeah, crossed I have off a list. Justin actually crossed things on. He said I have. So here's mine. Yeah, I crossed off three. The what was the end of his day? He said he crossed off things on his list, and I he said, one, "Oh, two, I three, added to four, mine." Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and, and I crossed off seven of them. Wow. I crossed off ice down. cream, but I couldn't. <laughs> the irony is, I couldn't find the list. <laughs> I and lost you found the, it. Yeah, in my pocket, oh, but I. Yeah, so I'm, I'm still working on the list I did on Thursday or Wednesday. That was a good day. That's yeah, not like what I do every day. day. Yeah, so I have on my list, I got to blog a little 
more. I'm going to try to block some more. Jordy's going to still um, yeah, make website tweak, has tweak to be some, fixed. Yeah, she's going to tweak some and, you know, stuff on it's website. Not, the work never ends on that. And it but changes. You, have other, you, you have other clients, so you're doing some more yeah. work. Mm -hmm. which Drowning a bit on that. Yeah, so she's doing stuff. And we also hit a uh, other milestone was 100, over 120,000 downloads down, on the podcast. podcast. So we want to thank everybody for listening. First of all, we don't listen to them, number one, so I'm, I'm glad that somebody is. Um, and they come back, the people, you know, hey, I like your podcast. I'm like, oh, good, okay, what was it about? And, I like this, and they like the story, so. Um, the problem is there's a lot of stories in trying to figure out, like, how to say it. And <clears throat> so, and all the stuff that's going on. Um, and interviews and things coming up. So we have a new year to look forward to with trying to figure out, you know, how to evolve the podcast, how to improve the podcast, how to, you know, be a little more focused. A little more focused. Well, we saw Prairie Home Companion. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was scripted. You saw it. No, you actually saw it in the theater. In live. And what do you do, you know, the music part, the humor part, the joke part, and the storytelling part we can obviously tweak it everything can be tweaked yeah so if anybody has any um you know mm -hmm. ideas improvements or thoughts and comments you know i mean i have shoot a lot us of, an email you know projects i think about and try to work on, on the side but one of them is to document the stories a little more there's um, a lot of stories and i just it's why when i sit down and actually try to do it it's like my brain just it's overwhelmed. There's so much going on. I have to. I do my best when it's like the work is removed from me, and I actually have to sit down and do something. Um, I can do my best writing then. But there's a, uh, I have some ideas, and some of them are not ready to share yet. But one of it is is documenting the stories yeah. of the homestead and the stories over the last 20 years of just. There's so much when you actually sit down and think about it. Mm -hmm. What. You know, just the characters and yeah. What comes and somebody said some of the stories. What it is is to because we're busy and because we live this for our whole life. We think it's normal, mm -hmm. but you tell somebody else and they're like, "You should share that story. Or you should tell people that story. Or you should um, what do you call it? Mm -hmm. Elaborate on some of the mm -hmm. stuff that we've been doing for a long time." That. Um, Many people don't or haven't done, and I said we we talked about edible flowers now it's popular again. Yeah. We talked about you know if you do something long enough, it just keeps coming around. Yeah. I do want to do the because um, we do need to improve our worm bin. I do want to do the bathtub worm bin. Yeah. I think that's so, a really good idea. Did, so if somebody has a free bathtub, they can. Well, then you have to make sure you get the right one. Yeah, just one of those um, new ones. You know the square ones. So the yeah. yeah. Not the clawfoot, just the square one. Then you would You could probably do the clawfoot. Oh. They just they yeah, you, you probably would have. Harder to find they're harder to find. They're harder to find. This one, the guy did. He he built a frame for the <clears> the, the, the the tub, and then so that the cast or the worm drippings would come out the the uh, the drain. Yeah, I thought that was pretty smart. One so. of the things about the website is it's kind of been neglected. I believe that you know we don't put much on there anymore. And that, that would be my goal, is to start sharing more from there. And, um, you know, you're in the media, you 
people see this image of yourself and it'd be nice to be a little bit more um i don't know the, the human interest story or mm -hmm. the, the human side of it like mm -hmm. even the, some of the back back history the struggles mm -hmm. back history um so like when the, we had passed the media and of course and that cmt they not to you know say anything about like oh they always ask the same thing but yeah they do mm -hmm. They only, they don't they really... They scratch the surface. They're yeah, they scratch the surface and it's almost like you expect a certain amount of questions and they're the same. And we're not the same. We, we're different people over the last 20 years. And we're still not comfortable in front of a camera, yeah. I have to say that. Because people are like, oh, you should do YouTube videos. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't know why. I still have... Um, yeah, there's some things we have that public speaking is not a... Well, no. we're able to do it because we get divided three ways, but um, public speaking we have to work on, presentation. Um, That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, when, like I said, we open, the, try to be a little bit, some spring projects of more, in, you know, more out there in the public, but mm -hmm. um, I've been rolling around the idea of that chicken supplement I used to make, just that maybe really going back into that and investing back into that. Every time I made it, it sold out, and it was a. I mean, not even uh, selfishly, I need it for my chickens, so I, I really kind of lost doing that on a regular basis. And with volunteers, they can package it. Yeah. And yeah, I, I really, I think I have to do a, a decent amount of in, um, investment in it. But I've been rolling it around in my head for a while too. Yeah, I don't touch the surface of the don't even like to, you mix it down. You touch the surface of the acorn mixes. I don't yeah, even solicit that. And they, I mean, you sell out. I only sell here the jam, and people. Yeah. Are, I had a lady tell me she's, you know, she's like, don't take this, you know. She got serious, like in my face, like, listen to me. I'm like, okay. She said, you know that jam I got. I said yes. She said, I'm 65 years old, and that is the best jam I've ever had. And I was like, wow, thank you. So, just, okay and then. we actually ran out of jam. I know, so. so. And she's like, I don't know what you did. I was like, well, well did it. Fresh fruit. Have we said anything about, to the listeners, that the acorn mix can be found at Eaton Canyon now? Yeah, so, yeah, the Eaton Canyon Nature Center, they... They, uh, one of the lady, women that worked there, they asked to carry the mixes. It's also at Rest Farmhouse and it's also on the farm stand. So, like I said, I don't even solicit that mix because. Well, it's, it's over, it's just, maybe we just paraphrase. We're overworked and understand. Yeah, there you go. So, that basically um, keeps me not wanting to. It's like, oh, good news. Well, well my, yeah, my it's dream. Hard, it's, hard to, it's hard to say, mm -hmm. well, if you commit to something, then mm -hmm. it, you have to uncommit from something else yeah. or. Um, we have to talk about that 2018. It's like if you go that route, mm -hmm. that crosses out that thing. And I have the same thing with uh, if you want to do the route or do irrigation route or echo farm route, it crosses out. What happens is you get greedy and you try to do too much, and that's when that's when I um, fail miserably is when I try to do too much. So mm -hmm. I try to try to streamline it, try to keep things simple. And try to do one thing at a time. Yeah. But I think my goal is to get, start up these projects again, but also to uh, yeah. to have it where people can, you know, help out. Like if I do these poultry mixes, which I think I did back in two thousand and six, I could you know get a get a 
uh, you know, high school kid come in and uh, <laughs> package yeah, you and, some. And sometimes it's just to boss people around or tell our people <laughs> what to do. Um, and sometimes it's harder why we don't do this. Sometimes it's harder to tell somebody what to do than to do it yourself. So um, maybe 2018 we figure out how to actually tell somebody what to do. Organization <laughs> is one thing. Um, Be boss man. Streamline some things where everybody can find it. You don't need to look. Uh, we have a method to this madness and sometimes it's just madness. But um, yeah, getting, getting things in order. And we've yeah. been streamlining. Streamlining the house, streamlining the yard, streamlining the garden. Streamlining I think the next animals. project is the, on the house. I'd like to do a little bit improvements to the homestead kitchen. Yeah, streamline on the kitchen. It's just um, tweaking things. Um, there's certain parts of the house, certain parts of the yard that mm -hmm. were I would not I would not say wasted, but I would say were less use than thing. But now if we can. Kitty's Anti chasing. antics. Yeah, so there's a, there's plenty to do. So, well, stay yeah, tuned kitchen, for that because yeah, everybody follows along as our journey progresses on this homestead adventures part two. If we survive, <laughs> one of my uh, good friends, you know, she she's um, you know we see her every day, and she just like she has like a lot of admiration. She's like, you guys just accomplished so much, and you're so organized, and you just know what you're doing, and you go out and do it, and I'm just like She's looking like, at her, I'm like, I got you fooled really well, huh? She know, but she truly believes what she says, and I'm like, no, I'm just like, what if you like we got our act together, because I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure what I'm the, doing right now. The, the big picture, if you like to say, we talked about looking back on the to-do list after Dad died. We at least accomplished 50% of what we set out to do. Um, I, You cannot say we did 100%. If we want to get technical and want to get things, we probably did at least three quarters. Mm -hmm. There's about 25% unfinished business that, on the business side, on the personal side, uh, can be a whole other podcast. But if we're able to, if you saw the list, we should maybe do a list of what we did mm -hmm. the past year. With the hand we were dealt, it's a, it's a miracle. Yeah. Right? For lack of without without, like I said, we thanked a lot of people. We mm -hmm. probably missed a lot of people. Um, we couldn't just even talk about finances. Talk about the business side. Uh, we're able to, you know, sometimes you have to do technology like the CSA software because uh, there was no way I was doing accounting mm -hmm. on the CSA. Um, things that will probably go exclusively with the CSA software um, to able to Technology streamline replaces to, people. Yeah, and we just talked about artificial intelligence. And Unfortunately, it does. It, you, if you don't have the manpower, you you do get software, a you do an app, yeah. you do a technology, do uh, things. So that's unfortunately um, we lose somebody who gets replaced by it. I do have to get back to do, you know, speaking of the, I do have to get back to doing the soups because soups for the farm, I mean, people are out, uh, they love the soups that well, we make. it's a soup time of year. So it is a soup time of year. So I'm doing it for the cafe and I'm known up there for it, but I gotta, so I'm going to try to, you know, do soups more here. I guess because sometimes I'm souped out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I just made like 
I mean, two honking pots of soup. I'm just like, I actually literally have calluses from um, from chopping now. And so I'm just like, and I come back wounded. I got burn scars, graded scars. I think so. I come back a little. Too much details, but. Uh. <laughs> hey, it's, that's, hey, that's, that's, that's pride. Yeah. Um, you know, scarred, scarred hands are sign of working. We did have one question from Greece. Somebody from Greece asked about worms and red spider mites. Um, worms usually can be, if they're on greens or salad, could be BT, which is Bacillus thurgigensin. Don't ask me to spell it, but BT insect. Uh, it's organic BC. Caterpillar killer was able to control most uh, worms organically. His other question was red spider mites. Uh, talked to one of the reporters that was here last month, past the end of the thing. He had issues with red spider mites. We have issues with red spider mites. Um, we basically haven't quite figured out anything that can control them once once you have them. Prevention is probably the best. Um, we try to not grow some of the more susceptible varieties this year. I didn't grow beans. Bush beans are because they're hard to get underneath there and control the red spider mites. So we're still looking for ways to control that. Um, there's some essential oil sprays or something like that. But so far, red spider mites is our nemesis. We had a semi-good year on the, the grotto bugs, but still haven't controlled the spider mites. I figure out that it's probably best just to pull out the plants once they get it, because nothing um, organically can control them once they get that to a certain stage. So prevention is worth what I think a pound of cure. Mm -hmm. So once you have them, I'd say it was a loss, just because. Yeah. So that was our. That's on our to-do list 2018. How to control spider mites. Um, stay tuned if or anybody else has any ideas. Um, to figure that out. Um, we figure out the raised bed. Figure out irrigation. Figure out greenhouse. Figure out the chicken coop. Figure out the compost piles. Um, figure out our life. Figure out our life, personal life, <laughs> business life. Um, just the end of the year, getting our finances in order. Figuring out the what we want to do, what we want to invest in. And it's just, it's challenging because, like I said, we talked about it before. One thing cross, I don't know if we can do everything. No, well, I know, I no. know we can't do everything. Yeah, you know the you question, can't do The question is, what can we do? It's mm -hmm. well. Because all you need is to do it half whatever and and be overextended. Yeah. We are overextended, but you can get to a point where you just it's really bad. So um, we downsized, we streamlined, and we're still here. Yeah. So we'll good. see how that we'll see how it turns out. Let's I don't know. Stay tuned for the next podcast <laughs> to see if we're still here. But um, yeah, we're still here. Um, we're still in business. And farm shame, glad the farm shame for itself. Um, but now we have to just figure out what to do next, and that's probably for another podcast. Personal side, business side, um, future side. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I have a lot. I mean, I know that some people have said that you know they want you know, um, you know. 
I like to maybe focus a certain you know, podcast on something specific, so I kind of want to do that more. I think we're supposed to do how-to videos, yeah. how-to. So we're, that's still in the works. It just oh, we're talking about paranormal depends. Focusing yeah. on mm -hmm. one, yeah, we did so. add a couple ones: edible mm -hmm. landscaping, mm -hmm. edible flowers. So you know what we all I think we should do is would be the ten elements. That would be the next thing. So just focus on one and talk about it. So or mini episodes because like I don't know if you can talk about you know now we're on you know solar but. And oh, there's new projects out there. New things, new, out new out there um, too, so things maybe, which we yeah, haven't even tried. tried so, yeah. We don't even know about. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, so we do have, um, so let's see, coming up is, um, I did have a donation page, you know, so you can donate. I think I set up a GoFund if you want to support the, um, the homestead and our improvements so that we can open up for tours and, and um, share the place with uh the community so I think um, so I think if you go to gofundme.com slash grow the homestead there's also the Derby's Institute page on um, the urban homestead page which is the um, the 508 so you can get a tax if you want to do the grow the future that would be tax deductible and then people always calling us up too which is nice um, one lady's moving and she's like, hey, do you want a, you know, my garden stuff or do you want my washer? Which is good because guess what? Our, our washer wa friend. Our washer just died. High energy, so. efficient washer that's seven years old. Mm -hmm. Decided not to turn on one day. And the question with that one is probably $200 for the part. Mm -hmm. And it is seven years old and somebody is donating their things so yeah so it's good uh, when people call i mean it's nice to get an email saying hey before i you know do this do you guys want this and so we've um gotten a lot of things that way so you know we're happy when yeah, people even think of means, us yeah even though i for some reason i thought the end of the year would wind down after no. taxes mm -hmm. and thanksgiving and holidays and things it's just it's almost picked up in a sense what the at least the to-do list at least the request at least the and the orders too and the orders mm -hmm. and the work mm -hmm. so there's no yeah, so we'll be it, taking yeah. some time off um, um, the last two weeks in December just because that was the anniversary of dad's death um, so it's uh, we we'll probably do well, that every year yeah um, so we'll we talked to a couple people and we need to wrap our head around some things like I said, we talked told people it's been a year, and they're they don't believe it, and we don't believe it. And there's certain milestones that we're probably um, cry, mm -hmm. uh, go um, re relive, relive that for better or for worse. So we're probably um, and we're just gonna hang take, out, take uh, some hang time out, off, hang with ourselves, hang out with friends. Maybe nature, just hang out nature. with nature, so we'll be. Um, and we can find some answers. Yeah, and then we'll get that commemorative plaque and maybe have a little gathering for that um, once we get that done. It's on the to do list, but um, yeah, so there's a lot to coming up and a lot to look forward to and, and things like that, so yeah, so it's be really, and I said, we. We couldn't have done it, said, it's been. But yeah, I think it's because we're trying to figure out a lot of things. There's a lot going on. Like I said, we don't even touch on like the problem is there's a lot going on. It's like hard to to even Focus. talk about it because mm -hmm. it's not complete yet. So it's like 
Oh, a little bit. We have, we have a, a lot of unfinished yeah. projects and a lot of, you said, some days you say you fix up, you do the plumbing, other days you do the car, other days you do the garage, other days you do the website, other days you do the uh, compost, other days you do the waste beds, and it seems like the podcast seems scattered because we are scattered. Sometimes I feel like my mind's that way. It's yeah. a million things going on but at one time. Sometimes it's, uh, the best thing is to do one thing, mm-hmm. and when I crossed off seven out of ten items, things on my to-do list in one day that was a miracle in itself but it doesn't happen every day so I sometimes achieve I achieve one thing accomplish one thing in a day I consider it a successful no, it day. Was, uh, was, uh, it was a journey a thousand miles begins with a single step so step just one step yeah. in front of and the people, other. I mean people told us to do one day at a time that's how they told us to get I'd get over it, but get through. get through it. And unfortunately, or fortunately, unfortunately, it's been three hundred. Going to be three hundred sixty-five days that you took one day at a time. So that's inspiring and depressing at the same time. Yeah. So um, I don't know what was. I don't know. Two thousand eighteen. Kind of. I don't know. It's going to be scary or exciting. <laughs> I don't know. No comment? No comment. I don't know, because like I said, there's a lot of Wild a lot of things left unsaid on this point on some things. Our own oh, personal there is a lot of not being said, uh, guys. Our <laughs> personal for life. Homestead Uncensored. There's a lot not being said. We're just keeping it to the kale on the lettuce. Yeah, we're keeping mean. it clean. <laughs> no drama. Well, we planted no planted lettuce. No, no, no. Oh, man, there's a lot just not, going on. smart enough not That's to air our drama. <laughs> Hey. Televise our drama. Televise our drama. We'll podcast our drama. (laughs) Names with how to protect the innocent. um, (laughs) That's why I think it's so scattered because we're like going through our minds and going, what happened? Oh, we planted kale. Well, we planted kale, but before we planted kale and before and after we planted kale, there's all this happening. (laughs) We planted kale, folks. Jordy went over the curb and busted the the tarps. Yeah, yeah, okay. Hey, that wasn't my fault. (laughs) The car broke down. The washer broke down. (laughs) Hey, it was a country song. I was I was parking the car and it just went right against the curb and I was like, yeah, great. That's just what I needed. Awesome. I really needed that one. Time's up. That's something. That's actually the coffee machine. Time's up. Get through this. So thanks for tuning in. Thank you again for support, um, supporting us through the patrons and the donations and just the emails and everybody just um, supporting us through this. And we really appreciate it and we'll are grateful and wishing everybody the best, um, at, you know, for their families and uh, but you know in 2018 to keep positive. Yeah, to keep to keep going forward. Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life back into the land. Oh, 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 help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. 
Urban Homestead theme song was written and recorded by Tom Fair. Thanks, Tom. We've come to the end of this show. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to tune in again. Until next time, this is Annie, Justin, Jordan. Keep, Keep on, on growing. growing. Remember to follow us on our website, urbanhomestead.org. Also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We love to hear your feedback. And if you'd like to become a podcast patron, go to urbanhomestead.org forward slash podcast.